A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax. And think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. It's time for the Luke and the Pete Show. My name is Pete Donaldson, uh, but this week I'm not joined by Mr. Luke Moore uh, because he is currently up a mountain in Scotland, I believe. He's just sent an email to the Skarnov um, WhatsApp group saying uh, he may need a little bit of help getting to the studio next week. I'm joined by Chris Tilly from our fantastic podcast, Clash of the Titles. Chris Tilly, how the devil are you, sir? I'm great. Thank you for having me, Pete. I feel honoured to be sitting in for Luke this week. <laughs> what I like about Chris is, I've known Chris for donkeys years actual donkeys years how old are donkeys why why do we call them donkeys years chris have you got any got any intel on that why are you putting me on the spot like this <laughs> i don't know look this is what the look of peach show is i ask you a random question from my brain box and you have to mumble your way through an answer approximating what we might think it might be um donkeys years i've known you donkeys years and uh, we finally get to do a show together um, for the next two shows here on the Look and Beat Show this week. Um, but uh, basically, um, uh, Chris is here. He's from our Clash of the Titles uh, podcast, and it's a film podcast uh, where two sh- uh, two films go head to head. It's hosted by Alex Zane, and Vicky Crompton is involved as well. I've uh, guest uh, appeared as well. Um, how's it going at the moment, Chris? You, 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 I, I hear you next week, uh, next month. You might be doing something a little bit different. Yeah, we're going to do. Reveal? I can. Yeah, we're going to do some horror films okay. next month. We're going to do a month of scary yeah. movies. So we're just figuring out what they're going to be. Um, mm. But yeah, it's going well. Actually, I told Alex I was coming on this and he sent me a message saying, don't get sucked into football chat. Talk only movies. <laughs> Mention the name of the show as much as possible and refer to yourself yeah. in the third person as Chris Thrilly. So that's my instructions for the day. <laughs> well, last time uh, Luke was off, I did a show with me, Alex, and uh, Mark from Wrestle Me, the podcast I do about wrestling with Mark. And um, the reviews weren't universally positive because it was just us remembering when we used to work together about um, 15 years ago. So, We've oh, never worked together properly, Chris, so, so I, I fear there's, there's going to be none of that. I listened to that episode and I really enjoyed it, but that maybe that's because I was a fan of the radio show you were very self-indulgently right. talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, th- that's kind of how our social gatherings kind of, th- that's what they just descend into. Um, Alex and me and Mark will start talking about the time that we work together. Uh, but I think that's perfectly normal to reminisce about the past, isn't it? Yeah, We've all best... got a past. Yeah, and you had funny stories about you writing a song for Lily Allen or something, didn't you? Like, that's that's the kind yeah. of podcasting material I want to hear. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, Clash of the Titans is all about two films going head to head. What's what's been your highlights recently about uh, uh, which films that you've be, you've enjoyed immensely, or which films you haven't enjoyed? Well, Jaws and Jurassic Park was big. That was exciting right. because you yeah. don't get bigger movies than that. And Jaws is Alex's favourite film. So mm. it was lovely digging into his passion for that film, and we all like Jurassic Park. So I enjoyed that one. Um, I was I, I I pitched Independence Day and Mars Attacks. I was quite shocked at how mm. much Alex and Vicky hated Mars Attacks. Um, right, because uh, I, I just thought, thought it was a bit was, of a cult classic. Yeah, and it's just sort of a harmless, silly comedy. But there there seemed to be yeah. anger from their side of the table. Uh, <laughs> I I particularly enjoyed. We did Taken and Commando, and I love I loved re revisiting um, Commando. Uh, mm. just that period of of, of yeah. action movies in the 80s i could spend all day talking about them is is that why like to, is that why um taken kind of resonated with a lot of people presumably around about our age is it because it reminded us of those kind of um mid blockbuster quite quite cheap thrifty uh blockbusters that you used to get on uh, on home video back in the day yeah and and also i think it was fun seeing liam neeson beat up people <laughs> um, it's sort of it's sort of inspired a mini subgenre for him where he's just remade the same film over and over again for the last ten mm. years. But um yeah, and Caddyshack was I, I good. listened to that Oh yes, 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 yeah, that's a bit of a classic. I I, I was listening to the uh, Taken one and the thing it got me is nobody mentioned the bit where at the end of Taken there is a man who attacks him. I think it's on a boat or something. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't, yeah, you know what? Boat, I, yeah. films. I can never remember the end of it. They're on a boat. Um, a man, one of the henchmen who attacks uh, Liam Neeson, he looks like he's been cuprinoled. He looks like he's been covered in creosote. He's just like a white guy who's like painted himself like in that kind of, that dark kind of, um, uh, that dark kind of stuff that you put when, you, when you're when you a bodybuilder. It looks like he's put that on his face where you can, you can only see his eyes. It's really, really weird. And nobody ever talks about it. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. We'll have to maybe we'll have to re-edit yeah. that episode and yeah, bring you in just, as a guest. Hey guys, to... <laughs> there's a weird, there's a weirdly painted man who turns up with this. He's had a terrible spray tan situation. Um, but yeah, um, the the look of Peach Show. Are you familiar with our oeuvre? Because it, it's not much of an oeuvre, really. Because um, we sent, I sent over. We're recording uh, um, over Zoom or Zencaster. Our, our, product our app of choice at the moment i sent you an over a invite to this particular session and it went straight to your junk folder and i think that's precisely where <laughs> this show belongs quite, quite frankly Chris. well i listened to your last episode i haven't listened to a lot of right. them if i'm honest because since Fuck we started you. doing clash Fuck of the titles you i am knee deep in listening to film podcasts to pick up everything i can right. in the for research so mm. i haven't been listening to a lot of sort of um podcasts just for fun so i listened to the last one and very much enjoyed your 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 chat about bad movie merchandise. Um, oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It brought back you memories from back in the day. It brought back memories of when before I even became a film journalist, just in the nineties when I went and hired uh, Fever Pitch, starring Colin Firth from mm. uh, Blockbuster. It came with a free pair of satin red Fever Pitch boxer shorts. <laughs> which which Good I actually God. I actually used to wear on special Shall nights I... out. <laughs> special nights out, lucky pants. Is that a thing in the Tilly in the Tilly world? Lucky pants? Have they worked? For Everyone's you? Have they got not lucky. Worked? No, okay. never. Obviously they did. And if they did work, and then I got my trousers off, and the woman saw satin red fever pitch boxer shorts, she's mm. running a mile. <laughs> it would end very very quickly. That particular bit of uh, sexual congress. So I, jo- I um. Yeah, go on, Chris. I, I was just going to say, I, enjoy, I enjoyed that. And then you sent me over these articles and I'm like, well, this has no connection to what they were talking about last week. No, this, this no. Is, they, they, this, they this is quite upsetting. No. 
<laughs> well, we'll get to the new story in a second. Um, have you got any um, movie merchandise uh, from the film Care Packs? Uh, this has come up on the show a couple of times before. Um, my friend, uh, he, one of his favorite films, inexplicably, is the film <laughs> Care Packs, featuring um, an alien, uh, disgraced um, sex offender. Can you be a disgraced sex offender? Just sex offender or disgraced man, uh, Kevin Spacey. He's an alien. Uh, he comes down to from heaven or wherever aliens come from, and he is just just lives his life as best he can. Um, but it is. It's really hard to find K-Pax merchandise, but I did manage to locate on eBay um, uh, some stills. You know, you sometimes have those promotional stills from from, from films that, that kind of knock yep. around every now and again. I've got loads of them, loads of K-Pax ones. <laughs> I, I want to go so, back to something you just said. Do you think aliens come from heaven, Pete? Because that's what you just claim. I think that I think I think they do. They're little angels, little angel boys and girls. Well, no, yeah, angels do come from heaven. So you think angels angels yeah. are aliens? Yeah, well, I, I think that God lives in in on a on a big spaceship and floats around, <laughs> telling people off for being naughty and having a touching your wink, touching their winkies and stuff. Um, so yeah, so this is basically the show, to be honest, Chris. Uh, I, I mean, I feel. I feel awful that I have to introduce the, the, the listeners to you and, the, and you to the listeners. Oh, thanks. Uh, because, <laughs> because they know what it's like and you don't. So, yeah, it's, it's very much just a, a wander through half-remembered stories and half-remembered situations. But we're going to kick off. Actually, we're going to kick off with something I've just read on Twitter. This is interesting, isn't it? Boris Johnson's Rule of Six. Big announcement today. Uh, you're only allowed six people in your little group on, on a night out or where, where you hang out to they're trying to flatten this curve once again which is sadly going up here in uh, in england uh, and, and the wider uk um there is a there is an exemption though chris let mm. uh, you've not seen this new story almost i'm almost certain what do you reckon the exemption is for rule of six bearing in mind which government is in charge right now is it movie and football podcasts no, no, it's no. not. I, I wish it did. I wish it was. I wish it was, Chris. It's it's uh, it's grouse shooting. What? You don't have to. You don't. You can have up to 30 people gathering with guns for grouse uh, shooting. So, uh, yeah, the, the Cabinet Office drafted special meetings on this actual ex- exemption. Uh, so, if I, so yeah, that's... if I go out and buy a gun, <laughs> I can meet up with 30 friends. Yes. But if I don't have a gun, I can't. Yeah, it's like Fortnite, but real. <laughs> In that, isn't the scene is so typically Tory? I'm loving that. I'm absolutely loving that. Very enjoyable. It's just the bloody mindedness um, of them not to care, not to think that people would be upset about this, and they'll get away with it, won't they? Of course they will. Of course they bloody will. Very enjoyable. Um, but one of the new stories I did send you. Um, have you been across this mysterious Chinese seed uh, story? No, this is all this is all news to me. Um, has this been going on for a long time then? This has been going on for a little while. So basically, there's been this uh, spate of mysterious, innocuous Chinese seeds uh, being sent to addresses in the US and and and, and other places as well. Um, and the uh, USDA, obviously, the, who, who look after food and farming and stuff like that, um, this mystery seed operation is, is way bigger than we ever imagined. Um, so apparently, this is all to do with Amazon kind of uh, fulfillment or, or, or certainly online uh, purchasing fulfillment orders. And and basically, uh, Chinese companies are able to get reviews um, for how good they can put reviews on their own site if they can prove that they sent a product out. Doesn't have to be a product that anyone ordered as long as they are as long as they send a, a bag of something. So in order to leave a positive view, review from a verified buyer, 
these Chinese companies are just basically sending seeds to random addresses in the US and beyond uh, for them to game their own kind of uh, system when it comes to online company reviews, if that makes any sense. I've probably not explained this very well, but the bottom line is random Chinese companies are sending random Chinese seeds to random US people. And I'm in for this. Well, this sounds exactly like something you would buy uh, after a few drinks on your <laughs> sitting on your laptop. Definitely. I want a bag of Chinese seeds. If there's anyone in China listening, send me some seeds. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, one recipient in North Carolina didn't even get his seeds. I received a suspicious package from China with a spoon and a fork in it. <laughs> <laughs> but because he's a, a bit of a, uh, a conspiracy theorist, he thinks that uh, the spoon and fork are covered in COVID. <laughs> so that's how they delivered COVID to the US. So um, some people yeah, haven't ordered them. Some people who haven't ordered yeah. them um, uh, planted the seeds. seeds. And then some yeah. people who didn't order them ate the seeds. Just ate the seeds. Yes, they ate right. the seeds. I don't care. I don't care how hungry or peckish you are. If you are just or go to your letterbox and someone just sent you a jiffy bag full of seeds. I mean, who sent me these seeds? They're getting eaten. They're going down the gullet. I don't even care. <laughs> it saved you a trip to the shop. Oh, what? A, like I used to be criticised when I used to work for a radio station where we used to get sent mystery food. I remember a man um, sent uh, on behalf, uh, or rather, to the to the show, the Football Ramble, um, a bag full of mystery meat. Um, it was like jerky. But, I mean, it could have been dried anything. It could be dried humans. I'd, I ate it all, and it was delicious. But I was criticised for eating stuff that people had sent us. Um, now, seeds, I wouldn't even get involved in that care for. I don't know what people are doing. With are you themselves. a seed Maybe guy? Maybe this is to the delivery system. Um, no, not the... I, I mean, the picture was like sunflower seeds, and I'm not... Sunflower seeds, they're just too fiddly. Um, what's the biggest seed you can eat? Seeds are just so unsatisfying to me. Aniseed. Sunflower seeds, like maybe shelled. Aniseed. Star anise. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you? So, are you going to order some of these seeds and and do something with them live on air? That sounds the like the problem so- is I don't. Nobody knows how to. Nobody knows right. how to. They're just sent without being asked. These seeds, and you are now in. And the USDA are obviously saying we can't have unsolicited seedage. Um, arriving on our shores. It might upset our very delicate ecosystem. Uh, you know, it might cause a, pr- a plague of locusts or something like that. But no, the seeds are here to stay, guys. But if you do receive a packet of seeds, please, please do not eat the seeds. Do not eat the seeds. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so that's the first story. Um, what we will do, we'll move on to some emails. Um, we're going to take a short advertorial, Sojourn. Uh, we'll be back in a second with more of, uh, more of your emails, more of your uh, bits and bobs, all right? A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon. In 2020, self-care can seem like yet another overwhelming job for women. Every week, we test out a new kind of self-care so you don't have to. Firstly, can we just clarify how we pronounce it? Kombucha? Kombucha. Yeah. Kombucha. Kombucha. Self-care club. Wellness road tested. So that was the first yeah. day. You know, it was just the not slipping into the complete default mode of what I normally do, which is have a go at my husband for what he hasn't done. And, you know, all of that stuff, I kind yeah. of stopped. OK, so it was more the absence of meanness rather than the projection <laughs> of kindness at this initial point. Yes. Listen now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your pods. This week, we are testing out menstrual cups. How are you feeling? Dreading it. I know that you love to give a practice that's all about down below. I'm not interested. I've never even really thought about it since before I met you. You've no. never thought about your vagina until you met me. It doesn't get a lot of air. <laughs> it doesn't get a lot of air time. No, it doesn't. The Self Care Club is a Stakano production. And we're back. It's the Luke and Pete Show. I'm Pete Donaldson, joined by Chris Daly from the Clash of the Titans podcast. It's all about two films going head to head on a similar theme. What I like about Clash of the Titans is before uh, you announce what films you're going to be doing, you announce on Twitter uh, a little kind of like clue as to which ones you're going to do. Are they always, are they always guessed from your uh, clues? Yes, because right. um, when we're getting to record time, if no one's guessed it, I then put an additional clue that makes it really obvious. Uh, so we haven't okay. had a week. But I don't think I've had to do that maybe once. Um, mm. Every other time, people have guessed correctly. So I, I love trying yeah. to come up with the clues because what you want is for, to get 50 guesses, but only one correct guess. Mm. I think last week That's I messed it up. Man. I messed it up a little bit and we got like 30 correct guesses. So, But this week it's going much was, better. This week I've. What I've, was last we, one's clue? Um, last week. Well, last week I tried something new, which was to. <laughs> Oh no, this is embarrassing. I do, I, do I, an erotic daubing. No, I took it for the Twitter clue. Was I put, it care packs? Did you draw care packs at that alien from heaven? We never do care packs. We took. I took a still from each film. Do care kind packs, of, you coward! This is Mac and me. I posted a picture from each film that wasn't obvious what the yeah. film was, but I didn't realise you can right. do this reverse Google search. Oh, thing. reverse Google search! <laughs> yeah, if you go, to, um, if you go to, there's a Russian uh, image search called Yandex, um, and it's really fun. Uh, they do like an image search. If you download a picture of one of your friends, um, they've got such good 
um, facial recognition, and they're probably doing something incredibly uh, uh, weird with the with the with the images that you're sending them. But it doesn't matter. I'm not going to. I'm not anti Slavic. I'm not anti Russian uh, companies necessarily, unless they're doing something terrible. Um, so you can have me pictures of of my friends. Um, I don't care. Um, but. Um, uh, the you, you can put a picture of your friend up and then they will find people who look exactly like your friend. And it's way more specific than Google image search. It's way more specific than uh, like uh, Yahoo image search or, or Bing or anything. Uh, they're really, really good at finding people who look just like you. Um, so a bit of a tip if you want to uh, lose a few hours on the internet. But as it's well documented, everyone looks like you, Pete. So there's no competition. Yeah. There. Honestly, it's 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 just it's just getting worse and worse. Like I can, I can look like a million different people at the same time. There's I've, there's people on the tube. People have taken pictures of. Um, there's, there's there's people you know on on, on online. That are, there's this there's this celebrity kind of like he was a young lad. I think he was a big boy, big boy. Um, and then he turned eighteen and he decided he wanted to be a small boy, small boy, small boy. And he uh, lost a lot of weight. And he has made the terrible choice of sort of having like a kind of high bun so it kind of looks a bit like an undercut he started wearing my glasses and he's given himself a goatee beard he's just trying looks out and he's <laughs> he's settled on my look and it's unfortunate because he's only like 23 24 um <laughs> and i get sent that guy every couple of hours i saw a guy in a car yesterday who looked like you and i got <laughs> I, yeah i got a little bit excited <laughs> i've been watching the tv show the fall with Gillian anderson yeah um have you said, uh, did you watch that show? You don't look like no, Jamie Dornan. No, no. I'm just saying that I was like, I'd be the perfect. I would be the perfect uh, criminal because I look like everyone. If they put a photo fit out uh, like they did on that show for, for Jamie Dornan, mm. it, it would just look like anyone. And they could back from Prison Break. I was just going to say, you can cast your mate from Prison Break. You can cast Team Break. But um, yeah, have you said like I'm fascinated by the f- they, they keep on making very rudimentary mistakes when it comes to um, computer use. Um, you know, like most um, TV shows, they'll have a proprietary uh, kind of uh, one-off uh, kind of um, system. Usually in American dramas, they'll have the, when when someone uses a computer, it won't be like a Mac or iOS. It won't be uh, like Mojave or something or or, or a Windows um, computer. It'll be this random weird kind of thing they've created themselves because they don't want to infringe on copyrights or pay money to Windows or pay money to to Apple. I don't really know how it works, but in in England, we seem to see a lot lot more kind of Windows action. Um, and Gillian Anderson keeps on um, printing stuff out to the Microsoft XPS uh, writer, which isn't even a bloody printer properly. And uh, she keeps on um, not saving files in the right way. And it really, it's really starting to buy my piss. She's getting worse at it, quite frankly. I mean, I'm sorry, I lost, I lost interest about halfway through that. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is who we need on the Luke and Pete show. Luke would just roll with the punches on that one. He'd try, he'd, he would humour me for a bit, and then he'd change the subject. But, it but that, been... that TV show is all about her just being very sexually liber- liberated, and then her um, delivering some really ham-fisted, kind of obvious kind of like, oh, do you think uh, women deserve to be attacked because they dress a certain way? No, nobody thinks that in 2020. Or if you do, you're a fucking wrong one. So don't worry about it. Germany, cricket. Really hammerly done. Ugh. <laughs> get a cop, get a, someone to edit that writing. That's what they call them. The old edit writers. <laughs> and that, that review comes from five years ago when The Fool was actually on telly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just got to Netflix. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the, the sexually liberated Gillian Anderson. It's good. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's get onto some emails. Um, Chris, I've sent you a list of emails. Would mm. you like to uh, kick off with Laura's email, which is the top one I brought you? Sure. Uh, Laura says, this is my first email. My husband has emailed several times, but has never been read out. So it would be great if you could read this one just to get up on him. Um, She wants to let us know that her school had a nurse um, and she was also the school librarian. Um, And I'm not convinced she had any qualification to support either role. Um, (laughs) As expected, a school nurse, she wasn't always the most empathetic and was often sceptical about whether you were actually sick enough to be there. One memorable occasion uh, that I ended up in sickbay coincided with one of England's group games in World Cup 98. Uh, This was on during school time and only the year nines were being allowed to watch it. Exceptionally unfair. I had been knocked over in a crush at one of the school entrances at lunchtime. A common event at my comp when you had 950 11 to 14 year olds in a school designed for 300. What's going on here, Pete? That sounds like they've got porter cabins. That was my school. They just ran out of space and just put everyone in porter cabins. I mean, she got it, it was a crush, and it sounds like this was a regular was occurrence. <laughs> um, Laura, hit her head on the floor. I was fine, but clearly didn't fancy what lessons I had that afternoon. And for once, the nurse agreed. So someone was rung to come collect me and take me home. As I was sat in sick bay, desperately hoping whoever was going to pick me up would get there in time to get off home for kickoff, a stream of boys from my year came in to try and convince the nurse <laughs> that they were really ill and needed to go home. She didn't believe any of them and sent every single one back to class. She obviously hadn't considered that a girl, a very sporty girl who happened to play football for the school and a local team and went on to play a Academy level, well done, Laura, uh, could possibly try to exaggerate an injury in order to watch the England match. Needless to say, I watched the game at home and was back into school the next day as my parents had quite <laughs> rightly ascertained that there was absolutely nothing wrong with me. I hope that the gender stereotypes in schools have changed since then so that it is recognised that girls might like football just as much as boys, but a small part of me hopes that another girl might get the benefit of these stereotypes in order to watch the World Cup. Laura, you have subverted and uh, enjoyed uh, the, the spoils of uh, gender stereotypes there. Very enjoyable. Uh, did you have a school nurse at, uh, at school, Chris? I don't think I did. Certainly not. My primary no. school was a very little primary school. There was no nurse there. I went to quite right. a big, posh, all-boys school for secondary school. And uh, I think it was the kind of school so where they just pull said... This, pull a Laura trick. They, I think they just <laughs> said, you're not hurt, you're not sick, get on with it. Right. Walk it off. Run it off, yeah. for crying out loud. Yeah. Um, I presume you had a librarian, though. I mean, that is bare minimum. Yes. Yes. Yeah, uh... okay. And what was your favourite book in the library? <laughs> um, I, I can tell you what my favourite book was in the library at primary school, because I wish right. I'd stolen it and kept it. It was the novelisation of Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> I used to I used to go I, and read that a lot. What um I mean I'm presuming it it had cuz you know like when the, when somebody writes a book and it gets uh it gets adapted for 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 stage screen or uh, or or film uh, they replace the cover with the one that you that that's the film effectively to 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 shift more units. Sure. And I'm always very embarrassed to read that version of the book so I try and find the original <laughs> if I can because I am petty and small uh and yeah just those two things quite frankly. No, novelizations are incredible though because they, these writers sometimes they're doing it before the film script is finished they're writing it alongside the film being made so they they've got oh, they, wow. they're coming up with stuff that's not in the film um <laughs> they just have to get it done and so one i read a few years ago and ended up writing about was the novelization of et where right et really wants to bone elliot's mum 
Oh, what? Like he's like a horny. Yeah, he's a um, horny ET. Angel slash alien. He's a horny ET, and there's one point where he's imagining her in the shower. And you're just thinking, how was <laughs> oh, this allowed? Oh, Chris, Chris, tell me she's got the shower curtain across and he just pokes his periscope style head over the top <laughs> and goes, wow, wow, wee wow. It's That's just, so it's just who, wow. who reads CZT and thinks this, this needs to be sexed up. <laughs> I hope they were all put, uh, I hope they're all collected together, the, co- the copies of the uh, E.T. Um, novelization and, and buried in the Nevada desert like the uh, Atari cartridge. That's very enjoyable. Oh, I really want to read that now. Have you read I'm, the whole thing? What I've read the whole happened? thing. I've, read, I've written an article with the highlights, which I can send you, but I could also lend you the book. Oh, good. I've actually started collecting novelizations. Oh, like... So, um, yeah. Because I'm a twat. <laughs> nice. And um, yeah, I'm not really reading a lot of them, but I think um, I've got a few Rockies. The Rocky ones yeah, seem okay. to play out in his head like it's all from the first person of what he's thinking. And that's weird being mm. inside Rocky Balboa's head. <laughs> wasn't that, wasn't that uh, the basis of a podcast? Um, oh, like, the Rocky Four one. Ago. Yes, yeah. they were. Look- it, 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 yeah, it was slightly different. But yeah, they were looking for this. What was it? It's like a subsection of literature created around um, Ivan Drago. Uh, mm, that's right. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Riveting. Yes. It was very, very, very good back in the day. Um, oh wow! Uh, it's a little bit like um, video game um, uh, solution. You know, you, you like sometimes you, you, when a video game comes out, there's a big annual, a big, a big book that comes out with it, and it's basically a whole walkthrough on how to defeat the game really, really quickly. It's a little bit depressing because, like, you know, people should be able to find out their own yeah. way of getting through half the stuff. But, um, yeah, they're, they're written at the same time that the video game is getting made. So there are sometimes aberrations and strange things that are put in. But I enjoy the idea of a horny, um, <laughs> red, uh, lit-up penis uh, ET. <laughs> little telescopic horny, winky. Little horn dog. I've just been looking dog. up what England's group games were in World Cup 98, and I really hope Laura... Mm didn't bunk off for the Romania-England game because we actually lost that one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, that's a stinker. That would have been a stinker. Um, yeah. Do you remember much of, of World Cup night? Yeah, let's sashay a little bit into uh, into uh, football chat because obviously me and you have gone to uh, Crystal Palace a couple of times. Uh, you won at the weekend. Well done. Yes, so did you, didn't you? Andros Townsend doing the thing. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. We lovely. lovely. It doesn't time. happen often. Top, we're both at it. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> we, that must mean we're both top off. Yay. Yeah. We're going to be in oh, Europe. Uh, World Cup 98, I was at uni for the first half of the tournament and then I was back in Croydon for the second half. Yeah, very vivid memories of the Argentina game with the Owen goal. Mm. I mean, that was one of the most, I think, dramatic nights of football I've ever watched. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I thought we had a chance that that year and it just didn't happen for whatever reason. With Shearer and Owen up front, I thought thought we might be doing it. But how about you? What, What are your memories? Um, I remember, I, I think it was 98 when I, I was still at um, college or school, I can't remember, well, it would have been college, and um, I remember some when we went out, someone threw a, um, a pint glass at, at, at the screen, I think that was 98, I remember someone, I remember the, the shattering of glass when the final whistle went. <laughs> Nasty. Was that the, which, which was the, which was the, was that the campaign where David Batty basically kicked the man in the head? Or was yeah, that, was I that think a, so. A little bit, uh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was enjoyable. My parents. It's weird what you remember, isn't it? My parents went to that World Cup final. Oh, yes. Wow. And that was my dad's what, what second is... World Cup final. So he's, um, he's and his first one was, um, 66, was it? 66. Yeah, 66. He went down to yes. Wembley Stadium in January that year and bought a season ticket for Wembley. 
um, for not that much money and ended up watching every yeah. every England game. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, they're really sort of, they, they screwed the pooch on that one because they could have probably got, cleaved a bit more money out of him if they knew they were going to get to the final. Brilliant. Yeah, but he was saying that like there wasn't a huge amount of excitement around that tournament until England started doing mm. well. Like, I guess it was just before, right. you know, it was all over the telly and what have you. He he just said that he, he just did it on the off chance and uh, mm. you could still get tickets on the day for some of those games. Hmm. Incredible, incredible. Uh, right, well, we'll probably leave that here. This has been the Luke Pitt Show for a uh, Monday. I do hope you have enjoyed it with Chris Tilly from Clash of the Titles. If you want to listen to Clash of the Titles, I mean, how can they do it? How can they find you online, etc., Chris? Uh, we are at Clash Pod if you want to see us on Twitter. Or, yeah, Clash of the mm-hmm. Titles is the movie show. It's very good. I mean, I have a very low tolerance for uh, for, for for movie stuff. And it's, it. I mean, this, it because I am, by my own admission, awful at remembering anything about films um and so the time and effort and um the, the amount of work uh, alex and uh, vicky and chris put into just giving us the, the those bits of trivia that i never knew about some well, that, celebrated that's films. me i'm the research the guy celebrated films i'm the research right. guy okay. i bring the trivia mm-hmm. vicky is the structure yeah. person she's a great screenwriter she yeah. breaks down these these stories and then alex mm. he does impressions <laughs> His accents are bearing in mind he's been in like three or four films himself. His accents, and he won't he won't mind me saying this. He'll disagree wholeheartedly. His accents are obscenely bad. They're worse <laughs> than mine, and mine are terrible. Absolutely uh, terrible. Uh, he's Arnie. Um, so... I, I enjoy his Arnie. Um but yeah, <laughs> I, I do find myself sometimes <laughs> dreading. I mean I, I'll maybe I'll say on the next episode what, what next week's films are, but we've got an actor and I know right. he's going to do impressions throughout the episode and it's going to kill me. <laughs> oh, we'll check that out. Uh, Clash Pod on Twitter and uh, yeah, Clash of the Titles. Go on, have a listen now. We'll be back on Thursday with more of this. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.